All right, welcome to another episode of Comic Book Squares. We're going to do another interview today with an with an old friend of the show back on. My name's Shane. I'm Paul. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. Let's get this show started. All right, Anthony. Well, welcome back. Good to see you again. To, Absolutely. Uh, Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Just, why don't yeah. you just uh, tell everybody to you know a little bit about yourself and uh, and where you're at with the project? Absolutely. So um, my name is Anthony. I've been making comics books for a little under two years at this point, and uh, I'm working on my comic book series Decay. And I'm yeah, I'm, I'm releasing issue three. I'm starting a couple couple new series next year. So you know, hopefully, hopefully to put my foot in the gas for uh, for next year. Nice. nice. Hey, um, so you got Decay. I know that's up on uh, it's on Kickstarter. Uh, you know, run currently, mm-hmm. and uh, so we get, just let everybody know we'll have the links and stuff on the show notes and all. Let's go check that out. Uh, we're on to issue three, and yes. uh, I, I don't want to like spoil anything for other people, but um, I, I noticed that <clears throat> when I was reading it, I saw that some people who we thought were going to be the villain, so to mm-hmm. speak is actually, you know, a lot more complex and a lot more going on there. Was that the plan from the start, or is that something you kind of, uh, as you were progressing with the story, you're like, oh, maybe I should try this out? Or might call it Shakespearean. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> um, no, that was the start. So my process is I write, I write, if, like, I try to write the entire series. like, if, And I should be working five to six issue series. So I try to write everything out because I think the worst thing is when you think of something and you already printed it out, so this was this was very I had issue five script written before issue one was like a frame was drawn. And so that was always yeah. the plan to kind of like circle back and and there's little details I was I was really adamant about in the first issue that, you know, kind of came back. Yeah. I love that. I love that callback on, on issue three and excuse me, and giving us a different point of view of the events that unfolded in issue one. That was that was great. Thank you. Thank love you. It's still this like this great momentum, man. That's one thing I I love about this series. You just got this great momentum going through. And you know, we talked about it the last time you're we on the show. It's very like cinematic in the way that you've uh that all the panels are 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 laid out, you know. So it's like keeps mm-hmm. that tension and that action kind of moving along. So yeah. God. Kudos. Yeah, man. pacing it's was a huge one emphasis. Um like keeping things keeping things moving. Um this was more dialogue heavy than the previous ones, but I still think it was a pretty good balance of like not too many words on the page, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. I think you've done a great job with these issues is when you kind of like what um Ben was was talking about, I think you know that perspective that you bring. I mean, there's so much that you've done such a wonderful job bringing so much emotion and feelings into almost kind of assumptions that the reader's making as the story's progressing. And then again, mm-hmm. you you drop that bomb and you provide a little bit of different perspective. And it's amazing because you can, your emotions and your feelings about that character or situation can just 180 degrees, which I think is a very, to me, it seems like a very tough thing to do, but you seem to be doing it so well. Is that, again, is that just your style or have you like worked on developing that, those kinds of skills? I think, I think you use a lot of shorthand. I, I think, yeah, I like to use shorthand for a lot of storytelling. Like, cause I try to keep things moving at a fast pace. Like I said, so you're using so much shorthand. It's not like the characters are, you, you, you kind of show them one way and then you kind of reveal, kind of peel back. Like it, it's like, 
reverse character development, essentially. Like you show yeah. them and then kind of explain it later. That keeps things interesting and keeps the you're not stopping to develop the characters. You're you're letting the story unfold as you are de uh, developing the characters. Beautiful job. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah loving it. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I kind of want to jump off the uh, just the story elements, but back to the idea of um, keeping the momentum going. Uh, ben, you had mentioned that story wise. But one thing I wanted to ask you about was how do you keep your momentum going? Um, here you are, you know, on book three. You know, I, I can uh, you know, I know how hard it is just to get that first book out and get that sense of accomplishment. But then mm -hmm. how do you keep that momentum going with yourself and with the team to keep going uh, with more episodes, you know, more issues? A lot of, a lot of coffee, you know, <laughs> sugar-free Red Bull is my, is my beverage of choice. I think you get into a rhythm. What's great about writers, cause I'm not, I'm not the artist is you write the script and then a lot of it is just kind of like, what, quality assurance from there on out. And then you're kind of, it's kind of hands off. So it's really easy for us to keep these things moving and even work on multiple series because we're not attending to it every second of the day. Like, like an artist, it's less, it's less time consuming. So that's one way. Really getting into a groove, planning things out, but also having a flexibility to change and make, make plans as well. And, um, that, that's, that's the biggest thing is I, I don't do deadlines. I do very, very loose deadlines. Like I have Baltimore comic-con coming up this weekend. So I said, Hey, if you can get it to me by this date, you know, get, left myself a couple weeks to get the print, all that stuff gave them time as well. So it, it's just, it's just planning and being loose as well when you need to be. Well, that's, that begs the question. Cause you said, uh, you know, um, working on stuff and not, um, having like every second of every day working on a, a particular project, like how long does it take you to turn out a, a 20 to, you know, 20 page, 24 page, uh, script? Not, I can get it done. Like if I, if I, when I outline it, I can get it done in like a couple of days. I can write a script. I'll write like four pages because it usually been end up like 12 page scripts. I kind of write, like I'll write like four, two, three, three, four pages a day, kind of get, get momentum going. Yeah. And then like take that, send it around, get feedback and kind of try. I try to keep momentum going throughout the project, essentially. Got it. God, that's that's awesome, man. A couple of days. <laughs> knocking that yeah. out. It's a <laughs> lot. I outline crazy. So when I do yeah. my outlines, what I started doing that really helped with pacing was I outline the scene and then I outline the dialogue. Um, so let, one of my favorite scenes of reference is uh is a dark night the interrogation mm -hmm. so um if i was to if i was supposed to outline that i would say you know gordon tries gordon leaves batman comes in they fight etc but i would actually if i was going to outline it i would say gordon tries to be peaceful joker's dismissive like this guy walks out batman slams the whole bit about the whole like don't hit the head first i would i would break that down so essentially when when i would write the script it's like just plugging it in so that's that's how i get that done and it's a good way it gives you like an easy pathway through the dialogue because you're not adding a bunch of like superfluous stuff it's it's all essential to the to the to the story right 
Man, it takes me a few hours to write a text message. So kudos to you. <laughs> no, I'm terrible at texting. I'm terrible at texting. No, like it's like bit, I'm a bit of a savant in that way. But like, no, nah, I'll stare at a text for, for an hour. Especially now, right. now with that new edit function they've got, right? Oh, what's that? <laughs> yeah, you, you can send a text and then go back and fix it after. Is that time. Apple? Yeah. Mm-hmm. IPhone, yeah. Oh, I that's didn't a game changer. Whoops. <laughs> Goddamn autocorrect. I did. I'm not saying this ducking thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't even have a duck. So, so, so oh, Anthony, uh, one, one yes. thing I wanted to ask you, you know, when you were talking about the script and everything and, and how you were constructing it, I guess the question I have is, and I, I'm sure the answer is going to be very, very close, uh, that, you know, how closely you work with your illustrator, uh, Marcelo, is he? It, it, is this like a partnership where you, you go back and forth on specific pages, scenes, script, or is it you get it done, you hand it off, he takes it from there, gives you something? How does that, how does that interaction work? It's not a true collaboration because it is, it is a work for hire. Um, not that I don't value Marcelo, but it's just sure. a fact. It's not sure, a true sure. collaboration. I, I love input, yep. but, you know, like we but still have story. to – yeah, and like I said, we're there's a point in the story where we double back, so we especially need to, you know, like dot our T's and cross our eyes at that point. And um, I feel as if it's if it, I think it works because at a certain point, it's not the artist's job to do some of this stuff. It's not the artist's job to like f- like kind of do foreshadowing or stuff like that. That's that's the writer's job. That's our job, you know. So I I do value Marcel's input, but it is it is largely like. I write the scripts and he makes the scripts. His it's his version of the script and we kind of like meet in the middle somewhere. Yeah, and I you know I think a lot of the creators we've talked to it it ranges. It ranges from you know they've known each other since they were four years old and mm-hmm. up to you know hey I need somebody to draw this you know I've got a script who wants to draw it and you know yeah. and it's a it's it's a it's a business collaboration but you know it it ends up being you know I mean it's a work of art regardless right so that's. Yeah, oh, that's great. My friend Richard talks about um, he he he's significantly older than me. I think he's like 37. But he talks about how back in the day it used to be two people in a room making comic books. Mm. And I cool. he says we've lost some of that collaboration when you're making everything, you know, um, remotely. You're not you're not in the same room. And, and I, I, can, I can see what he's saying to, to an extent, you know, so I do think that would be optimal to be in the room with the guy and, you know, like you're going back. But, you know, I mean, even, even with the big two, you know, you got, you know, you got, you know, Brian Michael Bendis living in Cleveland, right? Superman, you know, he's not living in New York or LA outside DC, you know, publishing or anything. So, you know, even, even the, you know, the more established, you know, companies out there are, you know, nobody's coming to the office that way anymore, but yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Um, so with, uh, your marketing, so that was one thing we talked about, uh, in the previous episode Okay. and it's, I still see you like nailing the mar- like marketing and like trying out new techniques and stuff like that. Cause, mm-hmm. uh, you know, obviously we follow you online and everything. Um, what have okay. been some new things you've tried recently, uh, to get, you know, eyes on the book. And I didn't come up, I didn't come up with this, but I have my, uh, <laughs> Kickstarter link pinned and I was like, Hey, is this link working for y'all? 
so I can get I can get some clicks. Didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Didn't work yet. <laughs> I um, saw that today, and I almost went over there, and then I was like, "Wait a second, Anthony, yeah. I know what you're doing." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's. I'm trying to think of some real. I, man, sometimes I wish I had I had time to think about this stuff. It's it's so much of just trying different things and trying new things and just trying to get like, hey, would you buy this cover? Is what I what I've been doing is just trying to just trying to get engagement. I wish I had like a more a more detailed answer, but it's just yeah. whatever you think people respond to in that moment, you, you you give it a shot. And I think I think people are too frigid in their marketing. And I made the argument, I made the argument that the IndyCom market is oversaturated right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I I don't know if people disagree. Some people disagree, which is fine. But what you're seeing is like this is rare to do a to do a like a one on one interview on a podcast is rare. You know, a lot of these a lot of these guys are doing like two guests, three guests, four guests. You know, because yeah. there's only so many platforms and there's so many projects. I launched last Tuesday. And I had I got a notification for five other projects launching that day, <laughs> and right. you're it's not enough publishers, and it's 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 just so many projects, and you know there it's it, it's it's good. That's why you have to kind of step up your marketing and really stand out, you know. Right. It goes back to what we were saying earlier when uh, offline when we were talking about like Disney Plus and stuff. It's just too much content. I I, I yeah. agree yeah. with you that it's it's kind of. I try to keep up with all the stuff on Kickstarter, obviously, and, and uh, you know, all of us here, you know, we keep up with a lot of the indie comp, you know, uh, indie comic publishers, and it's, there's just so much coming out yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing, you know, you go on to Netflix and you could just scroll for, uh, you know, hours <laughs> and, and it's always yeah. new content that's there. And it's the same thing going to the comic shop and, you know, there's just rows and rows and rows of, of new stuff every single week. And it's, it's, it's definitely, and the same thing with music too. I feel like there, it, all of it, there's just so much and it's hard to stand out. So, you know, I, it's, it's a challenge. For sure. Yeah, and I mean, and you say music and Netflix, and these things are things are things that you're going to get available to you for a subscription. For mm-hmm. like, we're talking about like a single digit price tag. But you're talking about indie comics. You're talking about five dollars for you know for 24 pages, 28 pages. So it's a it's a dicey market right now, and and I'm I'm trying to navigate. But I'm seeing a lot of projects right now, a lot by big creators that are not doing what I would think. You know, so we gotta we gotta figure some things out. So. Yeah. I will say, uh, I, I I got a good laugh out of your Tom Brady tweet. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, mean I, I like I like to talk about sports too. And like the worst thing is I, I hate is when like I posted like who wants to join my fantasy football team? And somebody was like, is that like when orcs play soccer or some shit? I'm like, oh my God. I let y'all have your nerd shit. I can't post about football one time. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad people oh, like the content though. I'm glad I get a lot of pushback these days. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of pushback. Oh, you just gotta just sharpen in the blade, you know. Just gotta sharpen the blade. A little. <laughs> oh, we love following you, man. It's uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, always entertaining and Funny stuff. yeah, yep. yeah. Thank if, you if, if, to the listeners and uh, viewers. If you're not already, uh, check out it's uh, at Stokes the Writer. Is that correct? At Stokes the Writer. Yes. Um, on on Twitter, you should follow him. Uh, if should. anything, you can get in a discussion with them about you know the Batman and how great of a movie that is. Nah. <laughs> Long ass, <laughs> Long ass motherfucking movie. People didn't like that either. The thing I'm getting like attacked for now is is uh, the page turn conversation. That's something that's oh, been like yeah. a hot button thing, and uh, 
I don't I know. I saw it your was... point, man. I saw yeah. your point. Like, I don't think you're. Uh, I don't know what people are getting upset about because it makes sense that sometimes you can you just write and you just feel it out. You don't have to necessarily be scientific about the page turn. Yeah. Well, it happens fifty percent of the time. Like literally, like, like mathematically. Well, it's it's just so much of like, and I love having this conversation because it's like technical, but essentially, it's just a way to 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 pace your your comic books, and um, I don't have a I don't I don't hear a lot of I don't I don't hear that I have a lot of pacing issues. I don't think you would read my comic books and say this is somebody who doesn't understand pacing. I think it's very deliberate. So it's like, I don't like rules. And um, I was telling somebody <laughs> this, I don't have a formal writing background. Like I took a, a film appreciation class last year and I, I took a, a creative writing class in like 11th grade. That's it. So I don't, like all these rules and, and it's fine if people want to use that. But when you're imposing those on me, because you know what happens is somebody, else, somebody will read an unconventional comic book and they'll be like, uh, you know, this, this, the, this doesn't, this exciting thing happened on the wrong page. And then really you should have multiple exciting things going. Like the way I try to pace my combo is that every, something interesting happens on every page. Like every page is like, has a cliffhanger or a period or something like that. So why would I relegate that to every other page? So it's, it's a matter of taste. I just don't like dogmatic people. It's like, man, get yeah. no, I get, I, I, I think, um, because even if okay, so even if you know you're holding the physical copy, it doesn't yeah. have to be a page turn. You gotta also want to look at the next page, like so you end on that note, and then boom, you hear like oh shit, what's happening next? Boom, what's happening? And so yeah, I, that's even if book, you like, have a physical copy, right? Like it's, it's, mm. uh, it's goofy, it's goofy. So yeah, these days, yeah, global comics. You got Comicsology. You got all you know, uh, Marvel Unlimited. There's just a bunch of different uh, online platforms now. Most people that back Kickstarters, they back at a, at a digital level. Like, oh, really? That's, that's interesting. The, oh, yeah, because the cheapest is the cheapest. Mm. <laughs> it's the cheapest option, you know. So, like, it just—I don't know. Like I said, I, I find my pacing is pretty good, or at least it's—it's it's what I'm going for. So, the whole thing of like, nobody can tell me I don't know how to make comic books. So, what are we <laughs> like? What are we doing? Like, let's just agree disagree at that point. But right. Somebody told no. me I'm asking people for money, so I should come off like less of an ass. <laughs> While I, while I'm campaigning, so I'll put people. The, <laughs> well, that's what Kickstarter. That's what Kickstarter is like. I'm, I mean, they're getting something out of it. It's not. It's like right. I go into Nike store and be like, "Oh, you guys are asking me for money. You should just give me shoes." Right. It's right. Like, I, I am asking for people to invest in my product, so it, right. it is probably better. But I think I think it's like hit or I think some people understand that it's just I'm just, look. I'm just trying to entertain. Like I'm just trying to make content entertain. I think some people get that, and some people don't. And you know, yeah. if you don't get it, then. That's fine. You know what I'm saying? You can follow one of those accounts that's just like a promotion, just like, hey, I got this project coming out and that's it. You can follow one of them. Like, go, go ahead. Like, that, that's cool. I want to I mean, make the, people I, laugh. I, you know, and, and I would say, Anthony, I mean, I, we, that, that's why we wanted you back. I mean, we, we feel like you're genuine and I think that comes through. So we, you know, we appreciate that. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah. Being genuine is so important. Like, like I have. I have my my next series um, already drawn out. Like uh, it's called Intrusive Thoughts. Did I send you guys the press kit drive or the KC three uh, drive? You did. You sent a press kit drive. I don't remember okay. seeing that one in there though. Mm-hmm. It's called Intrusive Thoughts, and I'm really excited okay. about it. And um, I'm really excited because I wrote this this year. Like I wrote this a couple, like mm. four, three, four months ago. So it's a, it's a great representation of where I'm at as an artist. And I'm like, I'm really excited for it. 
And, and like, I'm like, that's, that gets me more excited than this thing I've been working on for two years. But mm. I can't pretend like I'm not, you know, I should be promoting the K and I am, but it's like, I also have this other thing that I'm really excited for. But it's like, I'm just, I just gotta be genuine. Like if it's not fun, then, then what are we doing? Sure. So right. Anthony, you said that you've got, uh, I think you said you have uh, the con coming up, right? Baltimore. Is that mm -hmm. right? Yes. So sir. are you, um, I guess in your, cause you said you're always trying to think of new ways to market and things. So is there anything, I guess mm -hmm. that might be a surprise uh, to the people that stop at your booth at the con, is there anything um, kind of new and interesting going on that you're gonna try at the con? No, because it, that's the thing is that it's so it's it's so much of like I'm still new at this. This will probably be my, my my eighth, my seventh or eighth con. It's it's like four hours away from my house. I got so much going on. I'll probably just try to keep it pretty straightforward because now you're dealing with physical stuff as opposed to Twitter, which is like it's digital. It's not. It's not real. Like, so I, I wish I had like a cool answer. And that's something I might try later. But right now I'm just trying to have a good, I'm just trying to move some comic yeah. books. Like that's the goal <laughs> this weekend. Gotcha. You're not going to get like one of those giant tables again? <laughs> the giant tables? <laughs> that was like a 10 foot table. <laughs> that was like a 10 foot table, man. That shit was crazy. Y'all see the picture of that? You posted yeah. that. Oh my God. Yeah. I remember you showed. That was I rough. remember. Yeah. You showed that was. <laughs> That was rough. <laughs> that was an ass cooking that day, but you know, I got better. Yeah, yeah. That's all you can. I mean, you, I see you uh, tweet that. I love that too, man. That it's like your own, um, uh, or what do you call that? Uh, affirmation, or whatever. I, today, I'm going to get better at doing comics. Today yeah, there's so at... much self defeatism in the. I mean, it's hard. It's definitely hard. But I, I feel like people. I mean, that's like I think there's a lot of would say imposter syndrome, and I think they say like. The way that I combat that is like, I'm going to try to get better, you know, like, because if you're getting better, you're progressing, then that should combat that. Like if you're feeling insecure about your skills or your talent or, or what have you. So it's something I like to put out so that, hey, we like, it's like a rallying cry, like, hey, guys, let's do this. And these are, I'm not taking massive steps here. I'm like, if I write two pages of a comic book and I read today, I read a script, I, I read Chainsaw Man, I watched the session and like i worked on a i worked on an outline it's like that that's getting better mm -hmm. that's getting better i'm investing yeah. time in my craft and that's 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 easy stuff you know like yeah. that's that's simple yeah that's i agree awesome. yeah that's good to i mean i i 100 agree with what you're saying uh you know it's important to to you know be positive in your own head as well it's it's, it's yeah. really easy yeah. especially online to allow yourself to to get down and and uh and say well you know i i didn't do this today or look at the negatives you know mm -hmm. um you know you got to find the positives in, in in everyday stuff so I, yeah i totally agree with you and times get hard like i don't have a problem i don't have a problem with people like voicing frustration or stuff like that right because we can help with that but it's so much of stuff that i don't i don't feel is constructive right like i made a tweet months back because there's a conversation about oh there's no money in comics like and what people mean when they say that is they mean it's like it's hard to make a living in comics it's mm. hard to make a living in anything but yeah. okay and i said oh you, you can make money in comics and then somebody was like i didn't and i said oh mm. wow was there anything you could have done to like improve your chances and then no mm. response and it's like okay right. that's not it's not, not constructive you know what, what can we do right yeah yeah, instead of like all the negativity, find find yeah. out how to fix that. It's like you know, my <laughs> uh, 
one of those things where it's instead of just saying no, it's no, but we can do yeah, this yeah. or we can try that. And and you can make that you can make that argument about anything. I mean, if you're you know if you're a musician and you're out there hustling and you know doing fifty dollars shows and and you're thinking to yourself, geez, there's no money to be made in music. Well, <laughs> there's some somebody's making money in music. I mean, yeah. you, you know, there, you just got to you know hustle and keep and keep with it. Uh, that, that that's what I was asking about earlier was yeah. this idea of how do you keep your momentum up um, and keep your energy level up. Um, you know, you, I know you said coffee, but, um, you know, <laughs> yeah. just, you know, I think mentally too, like how, how do you keep yourself engaged? Um, you know, you had mentioned that you got this other project and, and those kind of things keep you, um, creatively excited, but yeah. you know, just from a mental standpoint, you know, how do you keep that, that energy level moving? I think, I think community is important. You know, mm -hmm. I think talking to you, talking to your boys, I have a great, I have a great circle of friends, you know, we're all making comic books. We're all, we're all doing things together. I think. Like I said, looking for looking for little victories, you know, mm. and and making steps. I, it was one point I was really down. I was really down. I had a, I have a whiteboard in my room. and I just I would write down anytime I did something to get better. I would just write it down. Stuff like that. Like you have to like everybody's brain works differently, but you just have to like kind of mm -hmm. figure out little things to do to keep to keep yourself motivated. But push, pushing the envelope and telling new stories is also really like what motivates me. And um like like I said, I'm really excited for these these two next series. Like I'm I'm like so excited like about those, and that's like I'm trying chopping at the bit to get those out, and do that's you, that's what I'm looking at right now. Do you want to share about those, or is it too early yeah, to yeah. jump in? Yeah, you, you, I mean you got the you got the press kit link right. You can take it's it's called Intrusive Thoughts, but um it's yeah absolutely I'll talk about it. So it's called Intrusive Thoughts. It's um it's a soup. It's like a mystery. This orphan and he has a sleep paralysis demon that he sees, you know, every other night or whatever. And the, and the this sleep paralysis demon bites uh, a kid in his classroom. So it's like a mystery. It's very ominous and very atmospheric, very unconditional art, very unconditional paneling. And I feel like it's like a great, like taking the things I learned from Decay and then like applying it to like something new and, and applying the new things that I've learned and making something that is just just a great representation of where i'm where i'm at right now as an artist that's awesome yeah so man i'm sorry i missed that in the um in the press <laughs> kit i just i was just yeah. looking and i saw because i uh saw the decay stuff in there and then i missed the uh, intrusive thoughts i do it in there just like hey if you want if you want to look like it's it's, it's yeah. in there. I, I, so so i i had looked through it earlier and one of the there's the one panel that jumped out to me um where um uh, the guy's leaving the leaving the mansion, and uh, mm -hmm. the shadow in the ground is like the monster, you know. And if yeah. you're not paying attention, you could miss it. It's kind of—I mean, it's there. It's not super subtle, but it's kind of subtle. So I, yes. I always like that kind of stuff, like that subtle imagery. Yeah, it's kind of it's like yeah, it's kind of haunting, kind of kind of ominous, very very like un, like I would say unconventional art style, but still identifiable as a comic book. And yeah, no, it's, it's, it's freaking gorgeous. And I, and I can't wait. And then I'm working on a, a manga, um, a shonen manga that's coming out because I want to try to, for me, I want to have different things on the table. Like I, I love making horror, but I want to make something that's like different so I can appeal to different people. And manga is like a really popular thing right now. Also, if you make manga and you make comics, now you can go to like anime conventions so it opens up a whole new market. So that's something I'm excited for as well for next year. That's Dang. very cool. 
Is there a different... Oh, sorry, Shane. No, no, go for it, no. Is there a different... Um, well, I, I, I would assume there is, but is there a different like, style or thought process that goes into writing a manga versus what you've been doing with, with the comics? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's uh, right to left. And mm-hmm. like American comics or American comics or just American text in general was left or right. Um, and then it's, it's more, it's, it's a lot about poses. There's, it's a different visual language that is not completely different, but it's, it's, it's subtle. So, mm. um, a lot of times you'll see there's like sound effects like mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you guys read One Piece, but there's a there's a character that gets introduced called Whitebeard. He shows up and it's like a doom sound effect. And what yeah. they'll do, which is really cool, is they'll have like a Japan they'll have like Japanese character characters in the, um, the American like English uh, adaption of the manga, and it just adds like this really amazing text visual texture and in in juxtaposition. And it, and it it's so many it's so many things that. If you read a manga, you wouldn't pick up on it. Like if, you, like it's just it's like subconscious at that point. But yeah. there, it, it, there is a lot. There is a lot that goes into it. Yeah, like I, I've read some. Like one of my favorites was Trigun and stuff yeah. that I that I read. In uh, so that's why I just I was wondering, like the you know when you're writing it, you're trying to. Yeah. Be, I guess you have to think in a different way because you're also having to explain. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you're writing these panels. You're having to explain that to the artist. So you're trying to think of how to explain that in a way that best visually represents uh, itself in a manga. I still yeah. think it's a lot, largely a lot. I, got, I feel like 80% of the process is the same, you know, like yeah. you're still trying to make things as visually interesting as possible. You're still trying to communicate ideas to an artist so they can communicate those ideas to uh, readers. And there, there's a bunch. I, th- I think the, the big differences in traditional manga is there's no color. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's, it's, um, it's, it's right to left. Mm-hmm. And then also what's interesting is the paneling, like manga, like a lot of, a lot of comics are full bleed, but manga typically has traditional paneling, like as in panel, 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 like there's not, they don't do the whole full bleed thing. It's also different. Like it's smaller. Like if you read a, I would say that like American comics is like 1.3 size, like, like, like like a size in the, uh, like at a quarter of what a manga is. Mm. So it's, it's like I said, it's, it's little differences that, that yeah. you would have to keep in mind for. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's going to be awesome, man. I the, uh, oh, do you have one Shane? I'm sorry. Well, I just, I mean more, <laughs> my thing is going to be much more like uh, <laughs> about mindset again. And I apologize yeah. if, I, if I keep harping back on this, but I, I think it's important to talk about. And, and, and you, you know, you, you, you mentioned, you know, you surround yourself with a, with a good group of people that, that keep you energized. And, and I just mm-hmm. want to, you know, put that out there, you know, that I, I feel like that's super important. I mean, that, that's, I feel lucky to be on this show with these guys, you know, cause they keep me energized and, you know, I, they're just good people to be around, you know, and I just hope, you know, we've had you on the show a couple of times. I just hope, you know, <laughs> that you can always come back to our show if you're ever feeling down and, you know, we'll help bring you back. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that's what we're that, all, bro. you know, that's what this whole show is supposed to be about is about bringing up independent, you know, artists, you know, and, and it can be, it can be lonely out there and, and hard to keep, you know, motivated. So I just, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, I'm just more. Nah, I appreciate that. Thank thank you. Yeah. Like I said, thank you for having me. This is definitely one of my favorite, one of my favorite shows. I love you guys put the clips up and stuff like uh, that. I don't think enough, I don't think enough podcasts do that because it's such an easy, it's, it's not an easy thing to do. So I know why they don't do it, but like, it's so much easier to get somebody to watch like a 20, 30 second clip and then 
than than like listen to a whole podcast. And of course, you can yeah. use use that clip for multiple platforms. You know, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, etc. So. Yeah. Well, we want to, you know, very crafty. Get out there and share. You know, we don't want to just post it and then we're done with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Video podcast is up. All right. Hope somebody look. You know, we <laughs> yeah. want it <laughs> because it's not helping uh, you all. Which is again the main thing for our show uh, is not just to promote ourselves, but to help promote y'all. And I, that's also why, and I think the guys will agree. Like we have one person on at a time because we want to be able to focus on the one artist, the one creator, whatever, mm-hmm. and what they're doing, and not like muddy the waters if you will yes and just be like oh here's all these you know things going on so nobody's focused on that you know we want to give you a chance to shine and mm-hmm. stuff and and uh and pick your brain about everything you're doing so the the promotional stuff is um is a way to get more eyes on your guys's projects so yeah hell yeah i appreciate that definitely appreciate yeah, of that of course man absolutely well listen man it's always great talking to you i'm so glad you were able to come back on again and and i i, I I, I, it just brings me a lot of joy to know that you're continuing with your book and with the story and, uh, and you, you keep putting art out into the world. I, my, my feeling about it is, you know, if you're putting art out into the world, you're doing a good thing. So I, I, I appreciate it. So, Hell, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having Same. me back. Hey, oh, real quick to all listeners and viewers, check the show notes, check the video description, wherever you're uh, listening or watching. Uh, we're going to have links to the Kickstarter. Uh, we'll have links off. Uh, I'll make sure to put a link off to uh, to uh, Anthony's Twitter as well so you can follow <laughs> along and join the conversation. Yeah. Please, <laughs> please. I need the engagement. <laughs> check and make sure when you go to Anthony, check the pin tweet. Make sure the link's working. <laughs> <laughs> please, please. I need it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, we would love having uh, you know guests come back. Uh, that's always a good time. And Anthony's a great guy, so make sure to check out his stuff. Please hit that like, subscribe, and notification bell so we can keep bringing you content like this. And uh, we'll see you on the next one.